Welcome to the Leading with Integrity and Skill podcast, presented by Dr. Bill Hostler on subjects affecting leaders across a wide array of venues. The Bible says in Psalm 78, 72, that David shepherded them with integrity of heart, with skillful hands he led them. That is our goal. Stay tuned for words of encouragement about what it means to be a leader who exemplifies integrity and skill in the home, the workplace, the church, and the community. Podcast number 38, Don't Be Surprised by the Hardness of Some Hearts. Jeremiah 5.31 says, The prophets prophesy lies, the priests rule by their own authority, and my people love it this way. I dislike the idea of even writing this letter to you because I prefer to be positive about people and always think the best, but experience says that we need to think differently at times in the face of reality. There are times we must counter our positive attitudes with the way some people act. We are living in a time when civility has gone out the window in a lot of circles. Mean and hateful things are said to people which have no bearing on who they are inwardly or outwardly. A racist, misogynist, and homophobic are words frequently used in describing people. People are also able to find lies on the internet and are willing to share them because it fits their narrative, even though they may know they are not true. The prophet Jeremiah found what it was like to go from a respected spiritual leader to one who was castigated because his message did not meet the narrative of his peers and other community leaders. And Jeremiah was not willing to compromise his message just to gain the favor of those who opposed him. To stand for what he knew was right cost him a lot of public standing and respect. I think there is reason to believe that the prophet Jeremiah was actually stunned by the behavior of some of the citizens of his day and his community. The people who opposed him were people who held leading positions in the community. These spiritual prophets and priests, comparable to today's pastors, were willing to prophesy things they knew were not true. And the priest pastors were willing to make decisions and tell people what to do based on what they thought rather than what God had said. And to put the frosting on the cake, Jeremiah decries the fact that the people in the streets and in these churches actually love their spiritual leaders telling total fabrications. How can this be? A follower of God is by definition an honest person, totally opposed to spreading falsehoods and inaccurate statements. These people chose untruths over truths. Because of your upbringing and adult lifestyle, it may be very hard for you to even imagine such a scenario where leaders will actively lie to people and yet the people not only accept it, but love it. I pray that you will never be in such a contentious situation where the adversaries are so angry that they will use every smear tactic possible. But neither be surprised if it happens During the anti-casino campaign, I was accused by someone from the opposition of buying lottery tickets in a particular convenience store. The ironic part was that I am opposed to the lottery, and I don't think that I had ever been in that store during the 17 years that we had lived in that town. It was not the kind of store I would go to. That did not keep people from making up a story. Jeremiah 5 is not the only place where sin is approved by the leaders, and many people like it better than the truth. 
Paul writing in Romans 1 says, They continue to do these evil things, but also approve of those who practice them. Some may not practice the evil behavior themselves, but they nod their approval to those who do. They approve of the wrong living, even though they may not practice that lifestyle themselves. Like Dr. Francis Schaeffer asks, So, how then should we live? 1. Try your best to maintain a positive attitude toward people, always seeking to think the best of them until they prove otherwise. 2. If you hear something negative about someone, don't act on hearsay. Make sure you know the facts. Just like you want someone else to get the whole story before repeating something about you, make sure you do the same in regards to them. News travels too rapidly to be able to say something and then take it back before it travels around the world. Make sure you know what you are talking about. Three, don't think you always need to defend yourself. Once when falsely charged with something, I suggested to my lawyer friend, Ron, that I wanted to go set the record straight. At that point, he calmed me down, suggesting that I could not go after everyone who said a negative or a wrong accusation against me. That is not what I wanted to hear, but I have come to accept it as sage advice. If you are a leader, you will be criticized. People remind you of your failures, point out where they think that you have made a stupid decision, or even tell outright lies about you. One thing that has helped me at such times is to remember that people are smarter than we sometimes give them credit for. I have lived long enough and have been through enough scrapes and scraps to know that people usually reach the right conclusion even when they are being fed false information. Four, where possible, sit down and talk things through with reasonable people. At one point in my ministry, I felt there was a negative undercurrent troubling my leadership, but I could not put my finger on it. A certain issue brought things to light, and I was able to sit down with some people who really desired the truth. When my side of the story was shared, they were chagrined that they had not researched the truth to get the whole story. My side of the story made all of the difference in what they were hearing. They tearfully apologized for their behavior and sought to make things right. It was a learning experience for both them and me. I write this letter to make you aware how people can turn on you, but I also do so in an effort to keep you from losing faith in the large majority of people. I want you to continue to believe the best about people, to respect them and practice the golden rule with them. Your response to others is probably the response that you will get back. Some people just moving into an area were asking around about the kind of neighbors in this new area. One older man asked, what were the neighbors like in the neighborhood you just left? The person responded, well, you know, really, they were really nice people. The old man replied, that is probably how you will find the neighbors who live around here. And this has been a production of Leading with Integrity and Skill podcast. You can like us on Facebook at Dr. Bill Hostler and get my podcast on the web at www.keyministries.net.